Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman of the Steel Curtain Network. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast. I'm excited to be here. I hope you're excited to be here. It is hump day, and you know what that means. Second half of the podcast, we're going to dive headfirst into the mailbag, as we always do. You had a lot of questions. I'm going to answer every single one of them. There's some news to talk about as we get this thing kicked off. Hey, Baltimore Ravens, welcome to salary cap purgatory after they put the they put the exclusive right franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. So what you need to know is that this this does not mean that Lamar Jackson is guaranteed to make that certain amount of money. I think it's somewhere along the lines of $40 million in a year. They can still negotiate a contract with him. They can still get away from that tag, and they could also potentially still trade him a tag-and-trade situation. All those are very unlikely, it seems like, at this time, but just some AFC North news to get things kicked off. Also, there's been some rumors. I guess you would call it a rumor. Everyone knows this was going to happen. Anyone that didn't think this was going to happen, it's going to lead me into the topic of discussion in the first half of the show today, is 
potentially what's going to happen with William Jackson III. And that is the focus of this podcast today. I want to get right to it. What's going to be the first shoe to drop with the Steelers roster? Like That's the question that I thought of because everyone's talking about free agency now. You know, I had Andrew Wilbar on the show on Monday. If you missed that, go back and check it out. He talked about there were a lot of rumors swirling. He went even deeper into those rumors with Jeremy Betts on the Steelers Fix on Tuesday at noon. If you missed that one, please go check that one out. That was a fantastic show. Maybe their best yet. and Because this is their wheelhouse, the draft time. But there's a lot of rumors swirling. Bud Dupree's going to get cut. Uh, Michael Kendricks up in Minnesota. He's going to be a cap casualty. There's other players already saying that the Titans might be shopping Derrick Henry. Just crazy stuff. With all this stuff going on, a lot of Steelers fans are like, oh, man, be great to get this guy. What if we added this player? The one thing that I kept on thinking about, and this was kind of compounded by listening to Jeffrey Benedict's uh, The Cutting Room Floor podcast on Tuesday morning as he talked about DeMonte Casey. Come on, Jeffrey. It's not Kazi. It's Casey. Get it right. Anyways, he was talking about how great he was and a good addition once he returned from injured reserve after breaking his forearm last year. And I kept on thinking, man, like it would be great to have some of these players added. And even if the Steelers are going to add their own players, they have to free up salary cap space. So when you look at this, what's the first shoe that is going to drop? In other words, what is the first player? Who is the first player, I should say, that is going to be cut? So what did I do? I, you know what I did? I reached out to Dave Schofield, our stat geek. Does a show every Thursday morning, but I also wanted him to take a look at the salary cap because what was interesting is that recently, things have kind of been finalized. And when I say they've been finalized, I'm talking about exactly how much space the Steelers actually have. Are they over the cap? Are they under the cap? I had said that the Steelers are in a good spot. They are still in a good spot. They're not having to make ridiculous cuts to just get under the cap because that has to happen by the 15th of March by 4 p.m. New York time. So Dave ran the numbers. He's going to have a complete salary cap update coming up on the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. That website still exists. And here's what he said. Quote, this is from Dave. I have the Steelers at $1.4 million over the salary cap as of right now. That includes where they deduct costs of paying players for off-season workouts. Okay, so they're $1.4 million over the cap. They're going to have to make some moves to figure that out. Now, that doesn't answer our question. The question is, what are they going to do? What's the first shoe that is going to, the proverbial shoe that's going to drop? So what I decided to do is I looked up the last update that Dave did, and I looked at players that were potentially going to be Cap casualties for the Steelers. So what are they going to do? Well, to clear up that $1 million, it's not going to be tough. So to get under the cap, not going to be difficult. And I'll go back to that rumor that William Jackson III is going to be reportedly released. Again, that should shock no one. And that one move, whether they bring him back or not, they have to cut him. You have to cut him. He costs $12.1 million towards the salary cap with a $0 dead money hit. So you cut William Jackson the third, and now when you take that $1.4 million away, now you're looking at, it's like $11 million in space. Okay, now you can work with some stuff, but I think they're going to go a step further. You take the William Jackson money. Let's just call it 10. I'm not a math guy. I want to keep it easy for mental math. So let's say it's $10 million that you saved. I'm just going to assume they're not going to cut Mitch Trubisky. 
They're not going to cut Miles Jack. I think they do cut Akella Witherspoon. That saves you roughly $3 million after the dead money hit. Okay, so now we're at $13 million total. Because remember, I took that 1.4 off of the William Jackson, and we even went a little bit lower to 10. So now we're at $13 million created. Okay, now I don't think they're going to cut Levi Wallace. Would save him four mil, a little bit less, a uh, little less than that. Still, I don't think they do. Montrevious Adams, I don't think they cut him either. Miles Killebrew, nope, I don't think so. Gunnar Olszewski, I do think they cut him. That's going to be about one point five. So now, just in those moves alone, they have freed up just north of fourteen million dollars in salary cap space. Now you're probably thinking, okay, well, Jeff, like. That's $14 million. What are they going to do with that? And when I say, what are they going to do with that? I'm referring to well, what moves can they make with $14 million? Let's keep in mind, folks, that the general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Omar Khan, is a salary cap guru. Give the man $14.5 bucks for just this year and say, hey, Omar, what we need to do We need to get these guys under contract. That's our own players, too. And they need to figure out how they're going to make moves before free agency starts. There is a chance that by the time you listen to this podcast, whether it's on Wednesday morning when it airs at 5 a.m. Eastern time, or if you're listening to it the day after, a lot of people do, that's fine. There's a chance that news might have already happened that some of these cuts have been made. They're going to have to make these moves this week. The 13th, less than a week away, is when you are going to see the legal tampering period start in the National Football League, and that's when they start making deals. GMs are talking with agents. They are getting everything ready to be signed on the 15th. So the Steelers are going to have to make some moves before free agency starts. If you want to talk about players like Bud Dupree coming back, or if they want to entertain the thought of a Michael Kendricks, It's going to require the space. So if you just do those moves that we mentioned, you cut ties with William Jackson III, you cut Akello Witherspoon, and cut Gunnar Olszewski. Those three moves, you've just created north of $14 million in space. So you say, Bud Dupree, you're released by the Tennessee Titans. We'd love to have you back. We're going to sign you to a a two-year deal. We're going to make it a two-year deal. We'll say it's worth uh, $8.5 million. In the first year, you're only going to get $2 million. Okay, there's a signing bonus attached, but that's only cost is going to cost the Steelers two million against the cap. That's okay. So now you're thinking, okay, then we have twelve million dollars. And let's say you want to go after a Michael Kendricks. Okay, that might cost you a little bit more. Thirty-one year old guy still has a lot in the tank. I would agree. I would think inside linebacker, a position of need for the Steelers. Okay, so what you do is you let's sign him to a three-year deal. If we, if we think he has three good years left, Omar Khan can build a contract that is team-friendly not only this year, but also team-friendly in terms of the long-term, a giving him an out. Look at the Chooksakor 4 contract from a year ago. Everyone freaked out when they saw the total money, but when they saw the way it was structured, it was like a show-me deal. You got to play well in year one to get the big money in the year two and year three. Now, most would say that Chooks of Corfor did a pretty good job. So that could be built the same way. Even when you're talking about their own their own free agents. I talked about DeMonte KZ, Terrell Edmonds being some of them. You look at Cam Sutton. 
I mean, there's reports now, and Jer- and, and this is something that uh, Andrew Wilbar spoke about, that Cam Sutton's going to be a very sought-after free agent. I don't think the Steelers are going to be willing to pay him a ton of money per year because they want to allot some of that money for a Terrell Edmonds, for a DeMonte Casey. I guess what I'm trying to get at here, folks, and they're going to have to keep some money available. You can't just say, okay, we have $14.5 million, and we're just going to go out and just we're going to blow it all. Like, we're in Vegas for just a weekend. Let's blow it all. Let's spend it all. Let's see what we can do. You can't do that. You're going to have to create some space. Now, Dave, I've talked about this with him on multiple shows before. He loves the TJ Watt contract because they can restructure it for what they need, not necessarily having to completely redo the deal. And so he loves that contract. There, There's other players that could potentially restructure their contracts. They could maybe extend a certain player or two, give them a new deal that could lessen the cap hit for this season. This is all going to be interesting to see. But they are going to have to make some moves, and that's going to happen. So what's going to be the first shoe to drop? What happens first? How do they start managing their cap? I think it starts with that rumor. I think it starts with William Jackson III. That's the first guy that's going to get cut. That's That frees up $12 million. And so technically, the Steelers could make that move, free up $12 million in cap space. They're under the salary cap. They're still going to have north of $10 million of playing money going into this tampering period. I could see that being the only move the Steelers make at that time. They've done it before. You know, we've talked about it on the preview before how Joe Schobert was was kept last season until they signed Miles Jack. So there's a chance that the Steelers don't go out and cut the three players that I mentioned. There's there's a chance that the Steelers don't go out and say, we're going to cut William Jackson III, Akella Witherspoon, and Gunnar Olszewski. Boom, boom, boom. Right off the bat, one, two, three. We freed up this much space. I don't think that's the way they do it. I think the Steelers say we're going to cut William Jackson III. He's being released. And that's it. That frees up enough salary cap space. And then if Omar Khan has to create more space, he can do that. If he needs to create you know, more wiggle room, he can make a move. But I don't know if they want to cut ties with Gunnar Olszewski right away. Maybe after the draft, they will. Maybe if it's later in free agency, if they make a signing, they will. I, I, I could say the same thing about Akello Witherspoon. When you think about the cornerback room, if they lose Cam Sutton, if he is not retained, they might view Akella Witherspoon as an asset that they're not wanting to get rid of right away. Yes, he saves them a little over $3 million in the salary cap, but they might say like that that's not really worth doing right now. Maybe if they cut William Jackson III and try to bring him back, then Akella Witherspoon becomes expendable. These are the things you have to think about. It's not as simple as this player, this player, this player, add up the money, and there you go. I know that I just did that, okay? You don't have to remind me. But what I'm trying to say is that the way the Steelers operate, the way the Steelers make moves, it's just going to be a process, and I wouldn't be shocked. And I'm trying to tell you, the fan, my ride-or-die crew out there, don't be shocked if the only move that you see is William Jackson III getting released. That would free up everything that they would need Omar Khan would be able to wheel and deal. He'd be able to work those contracts the way that he knows how so that, yes, they get under the cap, but the adjustments are made and the cap situation's just fine. I think that's a very good possibility. So don't be surprised if that's what you see and that's all you see 
but that doesn't mean those are the only moves that they're going to make. All right, let's get right to this break, and then after the break, we're going to be right back talking about the mailbag. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, Steeler fans, welcome back. Second half of the show. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Happy hump day, everyone. We're halfway there. And it's time for the mailbag. And then you know what that means. Every Tuesday I put out the tweet. I think I did it on time this week. And I just says, okay, time for questions to the mailbag segment. Still using the other guy's gifts. Uh gosh, that's just such a funny movie. I just can't say enough about how funny that movie is. Let's get right to it. Aiden Blaine. Hey, Jeff, would you prefer the Steelers to draft a developmental player with a high ceiling or a pro-ready player with a low ceiling? That's a great question, Aiden. Now, the first thing I'm going to say is when you bring this up, I have to say it depends on the position. Let me give you an example. If you were to say that the Steelers are going to draft a developmental pass rusher, would I be okay with that? I would say yes. They're going to have an entire year where they're not going to need that young, raw talent to step in and play right away. They can take a year to develop, and that's assuming they don't keep Alex Highsmith around. At the same time, if you look at a position like cornerback, I think you want the player that's more pro-ready. I don't think that necessarily means that there's a low ceiling. I just think it depends on the position. So for me, if you have the option of getting a really raw corner I don't like that because the Steelers are going to need that cornerback to come in and contribute in a, in some way, in some capacity as a rookie. Good question, though. Dr. Anthony said, Hi, Jeff, longtime listener, first-time mailbag questioner. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate it. Said two questions. First, I listened to the BTSE podcast on the website. Is that still going to be the case going forward? Yes, uh, that is still going to be the option for you to find our articles and the podcast players embedded in those articles. Uh, We're going to be doing that as long as we're a part of Behind the Steel Curtain. However, for fans for Sports Network, we also will have that opportunity there as well. We're working on that as we speak. Having every single team having a page where the players are there embedded So if for some reason, let's say Vox Media says, hey, Jeff, you can't do those articles anymore, 
then you can find him elsewhere. But now that you have me on Twitter, you will see links be put out after uh, every time I put out a show. I tweet, tweet out links to Apple Podcasts, our megaphone player, as well as on Spotify. Anthony then says, it's not clear if I can still get podcast content there or if I have to find it somewhere else. So like I said, we'll let you know. If, if you if we have to move that elsewhere. However, if you do also like Behind the Steel Curtain on Facebook, we just started a brand new Steel Curtain Network Facebook page. You can like it there. I will put all of our links to Apple Podcasts on those platforms so you can listen as well. My recommendation is to subscribe wherever you like to listen. If it's not on a website, if it's, if it's on your phone, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, we're everywhere. So, Hopefully that makes sense. Let's go to the next one. Thomas. Oh, I'm sorry. Dr. Anthony had a second question. Missed it. Almost missed it. What is your drafting philosophy, quality or quantity? If you were a GM, would you prefer to harness your draft capital to get a few top prospects or spread the wealth on lots of decent but not top-tier prospects? So quality over quantity. You know, there have been some draft classes where the Steelers have had some crazy number like 9 and 10 players selected. It's funny how all those players don't always contribute. I would go with quality. Give me two or three players that are going to be 10 plus year starters for the organization and I'm just fine with that. The, the getting a mass amount of players is not always something that I am a, a, intrigued by. So a lot of fans they would love more picks this year. I understand it. But at the same time, the fact they have three picks in the top 50, they hit on those three. Those three players become every day, every year, 10-plus year starters. That's what I'm talking about. Spare me the fifth and sixth round picks. I'd rather have three top quality players. Good questions. Thank you for chiming in, Anthony. I appreciate it. Thomas asks, I know we talk about building the defense, but how would you feel about moving back to maybe 24? So he outlines this. 24th pick, Osiris Torrance, offensive lineman out of Florida. 32nd pick, Dewan Jones, a tackle. 50th pick, which is actually 49th. That's okay. Don't worry about it. John M. Schmitz, center. He's in fixing the offensive line for years to come. So Thomas, I am fine with if the Steelers decide, I don't think they're going to do this, number one. But if they did, I would be fine with it. My question is, if I'm moving from 17 to 24, what am I getting for that? Like, What's what what's happening here that I'm not getting any type of uh, draft compensation? We're getting a second-round pick, third-round pick. I'd be curious as to what that compensation would be. But I, I'm fine fixing the offensive line. No problems with that whatsoever. Kid Covington said, who's your favorite celebrity Steelers fan? I'm claiming Michael Keaton, and he uses another gif from the other guys. So Michael Keaton's great. Um, I really wish, and this is, a, this is a shame, I love Paul Rudd. He's awesome, and he actually had some type of connection to get into the locker room of the, in the 70s with the Steelers. He tells some fantastic stories, knows all about those teams, but he's also a Chiefs fan. Uh, that's a little weird. Um I've never been big on like Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg is also always with, you know, he'll be wearing Raiders gear one day. I know he's a Steeler fan, but I'm not wearing Raiders crap ever, you know? So it, it, that's weird for me. Uh, so I, I, Michael Keaton is probably one of the very, he's tried and true. So is uh, the guy that was, is he married to Sophia? I think it's uh, Vagaro or whatever. He's a big times he's a big time fan as well. So I'd probably say those two guys. He must not be that 
popular because I don't even know the flipping guy's name. But good question, kid. Thank you for chiming in. RJ asked a couple questions. Heard a great question on the hangover that I never thought about. Why are there so many players that love Tomlin and want to play for him and so many Steeler fans that want Tomlin gone? So I think that when it comes down to you're looking at this thing, you're looking at this thing that is Mike Tomlin, you're looking at at, at the, the fans' perspective of him. They don't see the everyday. They don't see the interaction. They, they don't see the mentoring. All they see are the results on Sunday, Saturday sometimes, Thursdays or Mondays. They don't see that. So what I'm trying to explain here is that the fans are gauging this only on results. And I get it. It's a results-based league. It's a results-based business. However, the players are attracted to him as a man, as a leader, as a mentor, and as a coach. And so there, you have to be able to differentiate that. But that's a good question. I think that's my best answer I could give you for why fans feel a certain way and players might feel another. Next one from RJ. Khan is supposedly a guru when it comes to money and contracts. Do you think it's possible to re-sign Edmonds, Casey, Sutton, and Bud Dupree back? I think it will be difficult to do Edmonds, Casey, and Sutton. I think they could easily do Edmonds and Casey and Bud Dupree. Could they do all four? Yes. Would it be extremely difficult, and would they have to have one of those players taken at a hometown discount? I do think they would. But, yeah, I think, I think they could get it done. Talked about that in the first half, so I hope you enjoyed that. B. Selfridge just three questions. First, would you rather re-sign Artie Burns or Jordan Berry for the next four years? Oh, come on, man. Um, Jeez. You know what? Artie Burns was a good player until uh, Antonio Brown literally broke his spirit. So I'll go with Artie Burns. Two, using the two guys from your GIF, that was the Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. What positions would you have them play on the Steelers? Uh, Will Ferrell, I'm going to say he's the head coach. I'll reference kicking and screaming for that. And then uh, for Mark Wahlberg, let's go kick returner. You know, invincible. He played that role. There you go. Number three, who do you think is the first outside free agent the Steelers sign or position of that person? I'm going to go with Bud Dupree. If Bud Dupree's released, I think that that's the first player they sign, and we obviously know it's an outside linebacker. All right, Tyler asks three questions. Number one, what position are you worried won't be addressed this offseason? I'm going to go with, if you're talking about the whole offseason, so it's not just the free agency period or just in the draft, I would say that my concern is if the Steelers don't address pass rusher at all. I think that's a much larger need than most fans are giving any credence to at this stage of the game. A lot of people are out there and they're talking about safeties. I get it. I really do. Cornerback, I think they're going to address those. That's the thing. I could see the Steelers saying, oh, well, we got Jameer Jones. We're good. We got TJ and Alex. They got to bring in another guy. Next question. Everybody talks about the negatives of Matt Canada. What are some positives? The dude knows how to scheme a running game. Get an offensive line that can block, and then they know how to run the football. So you want to know some positives. He is successful in that regard. Number three, do you prefer prefer big-name free agents or subtle, unknown player signings? I like both. I'll go back to last season. They signed Mitch Trubisky on day one. They signed Mason Cole early. They signed James Daniels. They signed Miles Jack. They signed Levi Wallace. It was a mixture of all of it. Gunnar Olszewski. I didn't know a lot about Mason Cole. Actually knew nothing. Didn't know a lot about James Daniels. Knew Miles Jack. Knew Mitch Trubisky. 
I Levi Wallace had heard his name from the Steelers playing the Bills so much. I like a mixture of both. I don't think it has to be one way or the other. Good questions, Tyler. Thank you. Cody, longtime listener of the program, says, what should Omar Khan's priorities be moving into free agency? I think that if Omar Khan is smart, he starts within. He starts by signing his own players. Figure out what you're going to do with Terrell Edmonds, Cam Sutton, DeMonte KZ, and any other free agent that you might prioritize. Larry Ogunjobi, Robert Spillane, all of them. If you don't prioritize them, Devin Bush, then you just let them go. But that's where they start. They start within the players that you want to re-sign and then start looking on the outside. Good stuff. Doc M, which doc, by the way, make sure you tune in on Friday. I'm going to do your question as the, the, uh, the question about how to decipher between garbage and some of the other BS that's out there about the Steelers. So tune in on Friday. I didn't forget. His question this week, when the Steelers make official roster transactions, how should the thought process be to evaluate the context behind the move? Timing is everything. So obviously, if we find out Wednesday or Thursday of this week that William Jackson has been released, well, it's obvious. They're freeing up salary cap space prior to the 13th of March, which is the first day that they can start to negotiate contracts. If you see someone like a Jameer Jones be signed, he's a restricted free agent. He's not really going anywhere anyways. They have pretty much contractual control over him. Don't read too much into that. But if you see players released, there's typically a rhyme or a reason unless they're just juggling the 90-man roster and it's a fringe player anyways. So you just got to read the tea leaves and you can you all are smart enough. Doc, you're smart enough to figure that out. All right, Heath Davis asks several questions. First, why does working suck? Why can't I just not have a job but also have all the resources to live my life to preferred standard of living? That's a great question. I mean, why can't we all just, you know, be get money for doing nothing and live our lives. I wish I could do that, but I can't. Neither can you. Such is life. Here we go. Next one. Are you ready to come up with new nicknames for this crop of the 2023 Steelers? Yes, I am ready. Think back to last year when Mitch Trubisky was signed. We were all excited. Bisky business. Mitch slapped all that stuff. I'm excited for this year. Let's see who we have. Uh, Heath asks, what is your favorite recipe? So, I'm not, I don't, my wife is a phenomenal cook and I can't think of a dish that she's ever made me that I don't like or didn't like. And my favorite recipe though, if I'm cooking it myself, I am the guy that likes to grill my, I think the, the one recipe that I have that everyone likes resounding likes is my grilled Turkey. Now we do this around the holidays, obviously it takes, well, it depends on how long, but the, the dry rub that we put on it. The, with the brine that we use, my gosh, it's awesome. It is awesome. If you want it, let me know, and I'll hit you up. And get, hit me up on Twitter, and I'll definitely share it with you. Last question from Heath. Suppose the draft and free agency goes perfect for the Steelers. The Steelers get exactly who they want for the price that they want them. What is the ceiling and floor next year? I still think the ceiling is 11 wins. You know, you think about it, 11 and 6 pretty good I think that's could they maybe eke out 12 possibly I'm going to be realistic and say 11 the floor is probably another nine and eight year so if you have that range there we all saw what can happen in a season last year I mean TJ Watt doesn't get hurt could change the entire trajectory of the season 
The Steelers, Kenny Pickett is the starter from day one. Who knows? We don't know. Nonetheless, what are you going to do? All right, let's go to Tank. He's got several questions as well. Do you think Khan will try to make a splash his first draft, or do you think he'll abide by the Steelers' way? Andrew Wilbar, I'm going to go by him. He said that his, he's hearing that Omar Khan wants to do it his way, and he's more willing to wheel and deal. So it will be interesting to keep that in mind. Next question from Tank. Do you think a meeting at the quarterback between Debo and Joey Porter would have resulted in fines and suspensions? You would have had me at Debo because Debo would have had a ton of fines and suspensions. He actually did that anyways. Uh, you throw Joey Porter in the mix? Yeah, absolutely. Next one from Tank. Your dream team would be whom? Offensive players in their prime. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown paired with Plex, Hines, Heath, and GP, George Pickens 14, getting the ball from BTR7. Wow, okay. Hmm. That's tough. I'm going to go with give me Lev Bell, Antonio Brown, and Plexico. That would be phenomenal. That would be great. They all would be great, but still. Next, dream defensive unit. This is from Tank. Does Cam take out Aaron Smith or DeBeard? Does Law Dog take Farrier or Foot? Okay, so let's do this one at a time. I do take Cam over Brett Kiesel, and I would probably take Cam over Aaron Smith as well. Does Law Dog, Lawrence Timmons, Take for Farrier or Foot? Farrier, no. Foot, yes. Can TJ be a starter or the third outside linebacker behind Debo and Joey? Are you kidding me? TJ Watt would be above Joey Porter any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Not even close. And I think he'd, I'd play him over Debo too. The dude is that much. He's phenomenal. But if you had Debo and TJ Watt in their primes together, maybe the best duo of all time. Yeah, I said it. Would hope would would Chris Hope or Clark star next to Troy? Um, well, I'm gonna say Brian Clark. They both did actually. We all know Ike T. Swaggin University and Deshay are solid. Good stuff there, Tank. Trip down memory lane there a little bit. All right, last two, and they're both from M Dibs twenty four. With the top fives being a fun exercise, what are the five things Steeler fans overreact to the most? <laughs> all right, this ought to be good. Um, Number five on that list, and I have not prepared for this. This is all off the top of my head. So the five things that Steeler fans overreact to the most. Five, free agents being signed by other teams, especially within the division, okay? Four, they freak out to when a player goes onto Twitter or social media and does something stupid like unfollowing a team or changing their picture. Three, what, uh, let's see here, let's go with players that they cut at the when they're getting down to 53 players, all right. So that's number two. Uh, anytime that the Steelers, I'm trying to think how to word this. Anytime the, the Steelers fan base thinks that the other teams in the division had better off seasons and drafts than they did, and number one, the overreaction is whenever they lose a football game. There you go. Maybe that should turn that into an article. Last one from MDivs. If a tree fell in the woods with no one around, would Antonio Brown blame it on Ben or Harrison? I don't know. That's a really good question. I think he'd probably blame it on Ben most. But, you know, James Harrison wore that illegal helmet. So there's that. That's why he has CTE. Or so he says. I really like those questions. It was a good mailbag this week. I hope you all enjoyed that. I know that I did. That's it. That's a wrap for this show. Make sure you check out Jim Wexel's Steel City Insider Podcast today at noon. I can't tell you enough how awesome that show is. 
He and Jeremy are great together, and they've been doing it a long time. I was so happy when they came on board. It just gives you a level of insight that we don't have or haven't had on this show before or this network. So make sure you're checking us out. Make sure you're checking out the Steel City Network on Twitter and now on Facebook. Go find us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and you don't want to miss any of that stuff. That's it. In the meantime, make sure you check me out on Friday with Jeremy Jerome Betts for the All Bets Are Off segment. I think he's going to be on. I'll double check. But still, you know how we finished out here, folks. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your week. I'll see you on Friday. Thanks, dude. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.